0: Well, hey friends, thanks for joining us for another episode of Spiritual Formation Reset. I'm Pastor Bobby, and in this series we are looking at and discussing what practicing the way of Jesus looks like for us in this moment, in the midst of a health crisis, kids going back to school, um, all of the uncertainty and the anxiety that um, this this new reality has brought into our lives? How do we continue to practice the way of Jesus as God's people? This episode, I want to talk with you for a few minutes about the practice of celebration, the practice of feasting. And I want us to remember that these practices are a gift from God. They're gifts from God that teach our bodies how to respond to life, that heal wounds, that strengthen our spirits. They're practices that reinforce the truth about God and that reflect our commitment to living our lives the way that God has intended us to live them. When we think about celebration, when we think about feasting, The scriptures are replete with examples of of feasting and celebration. In the Old Testament, just a couple. In Isaiah 25, we read how God will swallow up death forever. And as he does that, he prepares a feast of celebration for his people. I think of Psalm chapter 23, that beautiful shepherd song about the good shepherd preparing a table for us, a feast for us where our cup overflows the abundance of God's goodness in the New Testament in Matthew chapter 8 Jesus talks about his kingdom and a day where Jews and Gentiles and Easterners and Westerners will recline together at God's table the the inclusivity of of the kingdom of God, people from every background and culture and, 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 um, just all these different people from all over the globe that will be together in God's kingdom, a reality that's reflected in revelation 19, the marriage supper of the lamb, where we will feast together and rejoice and celebrate in the presence of the lamb i think of luke chapter 14 the parables that jesus uses talking about his kingdom and 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 the realities of his kingdom the parables of the wedding feast of the great banquet there there is feasting and celebration all throughout scripture not to mention the feasts of israel and i'll get to those um here in a few minutes but you know the, the the reality of COVID has really made it difficult for us to cultivate a spirit of celebration, much less actually celebrate. And I know, it, it, I mean, it's been really cool to see um, people getting creative about how to celebrate and how to, to have a good time and, and to experience moments of joy and, and happiness. But, you know, if we're honest, those who, who uh, have had occasion to celebrate, whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, graduations, we've had a few holidays since the beginning of COVID, um, we have celebrated, but it's been a celebration tinged with sadness. We're sad because we can't celebrate like we hoped we could. We can't do the things that we wanted to do. Uh, Cruises, anniversary cruises that were canceled, uh, birthday trips that were canceled, um, uh, family and friends coming in from out of state um to to celebrate and to to feast us being able to go on vacations or go on trips to visit family and friends to celebrate and to feast and to rejoice with them that that haven't been able to to happen and take place there's 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 a sadness that we've experienced because of this reality but we are grateful when we do get to celebrate in the midst of this sadness and grief and stress and uncertainty so we're living in this tension uh, constantly celebration gives us a wider perspective doesn't it and that's why even as things aren't what we hope they would be aren't what we expected them to be we still have an opportunity to appreciate life and we can appreciate life Without all of the trappings that get in the way, all of the extra things that maybe pre-COVID we thought were necessary to have a good time, to celebrate, to feast, Um, those things have been stripped away. And in times of stress, in this time of anxiety, we've been able to relax, to enjoy good things i've experienced this in my own family just a month into covid we celebrated our um our youngest daughter's birthday and we had a party planned for her we wanted to do uh had some special things that we wanted to do for her well that got turned on its head but instead we had some people come by for one of the now common drive-by birthday parties and she loved it because it was special. It was new. It was something that was different. It was something that only she got to do out of, our, out of, out of her brothers and sisters. And, and that was really fun just in that moment, even though it was different, to celebrate her um, and to rejoice over her life. My son, every year, gets to celebrate his birthday on the 4th of July. Well, this year's 4th of July was a lot different than any other 4th of July that he's experienced and birthday that he's experienced, but we were still able to have some friends over. We were still able to celebrate. Even though it looked different, we still were able to do that, and we had fun, and he felt loved and and, and had a really good time. Just a few weeks ago, my wife and I got to celebrate our wedding anniversary And instead of going out to eat um, or doing something maybe that we would have done, going to a concert, we just got a charcuterie board and and a nice bottle of wine and went to a park. Just sat outside for a couple of hours and it was just so refreshing. And it was fun just to enjoy beautiful weather and, and some good food and each other's company. It was simple. It was fun. It was all we needed to experience happiness in that moment you see the recognition of good gifts the celebration of good experiences that brings us into communion with God who is the giver of all good things we understand as Christ followers that God is transforming us he is bringing meaning and redemption to every aspect of our lives and wow that's calls for celebration I was just reading in Luke chapter four, Jesus beginning his ministry by reading from Isaiah 61, where Isaiah looks forward to a year of jubilee, an age of celebration, the messianic age. Jesus proclaimed that the spirit of the Lord is on him and has anointed him to proclaim good news to the poor, Proclaim freedom to the prisoners, recovery of sight for the blind, set the oppressed free. Proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. In his book, The Celebration of Discipline, Richard Foster writes about Luke chapter 4 that such a radical, divinely enabled freedom from possessions and a restructuring of social arrangements cannot help but bring celebration. When the poor receive the good news, when the captives are released, when the blind receive their sight, when the oppressed are liberated, who can withhold the shout of jubilee? And that's so true. We experience this kind of transformation through Jesus Christ in the here and the now. We see people. We know people. We have experienced ourselves. Freedom healing liberation goodness and kindness from god rich and poor powerful and powerless when we experience this transformation we can celebrate the glory and the wonder of god now obviously i think in our context and we look at the scriptures, we see it was true back then as well in their context, that one of the most common practices of celebration is eating, is feasting together. And as Christians, we understand that feasting isn't first about the food. Good food, good drink, accentuate our appreciation and our enjoyment of God and his kindness. We lift our spirits Godward in celebration. As we enjoy food and drink I mean think about God's people Israel In the Old Testament And then into the New Testament God structured the seasons And the years around festivals And feasts These were meant to keep people Connected to him throughout the year They were part of the life Of God's people It was a natural rhythm of their existence. It was part of their life to feast and to take part in these festivals. Well, we know that those feasts found their culmination in Jesus Christ. Remember when John's disciples questioned Jesus about his disciples not fasting, but in fact feasting. Jesus replies, they're celebrating and enjoying life because they're with me. I'm here. They're eating with me. They're living life with me. I'm here. When I go away, they can fast, but I'm here with them now, so they feast. Well, Jesus is here with us now, isn't he? As we fast, we recognize that the kingdom isn't fully here yet, but also when we feast, we are recognizing that part of his kingdom is here, that part of this is a reality. So, you see, fasting and feasting go together. Fasting tells us that we're missing something we were made for, namely God's righteous and just rule and reign. Feasting proclaims that we were made to enjoy the goodness of God. And we do that when we enjoy good things that God has given us. In a few weeks, we'll have the opportunity to celebrate the three year anniversary of Soma Northwest. I know these three years have flown by. But on that Sunday, we will rejoice together at the transformation that we've experienced. We will express our gratitude for how God has used us in the community. We will lift our voices in worship and praise because the things that we are singing, the truths about God, have been made real in our lives and in our experiences. As a church community We have to take time to celebrate and to feast because we are experiencing every day, every week, month after month, year after year, the goodness of God, the transformation that God in his power through his spirit has brought to us. And so we want to do that as a church, even in these COVID times where it's hard to throw a big meal together and still, you know, Uh, remain socially distant and 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 be somewhat responsible we still want to find times to celebrate our church anniversary coming up gives us an opportunity to do that maybe for your family it looks like special meals that you plan to mark an answer to prayer or a particular goodness that you've experienced or that someone in your family has experienced as missional community groups, as friends group, friend groups? Why don't we begin to get together, not just to hang out, but to celebrate and to rejoice and to share stories about what God is doing in our lives as we eat together, as we laugh together. Fun events remind us not to take ourselves too seriously. It's something that Christians have been accused of for far too long but that we need to jettison and reject. We are people who were made to laugh, to rejoice, to experience happiness because of the goodness of God. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. We weep and we rejoice. We don't practice one without the other. That's what it means to be the people of God. So in this time, when we're stressed out, when we're uncertain about what the future holds, when our daily reality is being affected, when we're carrying so many burdens, we must be people who practice celebration, who practice feasting, who carve out and plan times to rejoice with one another, and participate in the goodness of God together. Peace be with you this week.